is it going, everybody? It's another edition of the Pig Pod. Sam Jelinek with you, voice of the Iron Pigs, as we uh, start to draw near to opening day somewhat near at this point, only about two months away as I record this in late January, opening day right around the corner as Pigs will host Worcester at the end of March. And for all of us here, the Iron Pigs at Coca-Cola Park, we really start to know that we ramp up towards the season as soon as Phillies Winter Caravan time hits because for us that's you know the final vestige kind of of the prior season where we reflect and look back on everything that we did during in this case the 2023 season the 2023 calendar year so we talk about some of the charitable contributions uh that we made last year and some of the ones we're looking forward to the upcoming season we have phillies players and and executives out uh at the phillies winter caravan and you know they talk about the season that was and what they hope to accomplish in the upcoming season and the season that can be and for us we just had our phillies winter caravan here third week january it was an awesome event a humongous shout out to our new iron pigs uh Charities director Ann Colhane. Uh, Ann has been with us since uh, about October ish. Um, but this was her first kind of feet to the fire moment of uh, really putting on a humongous event, and it went phenomenally well. Uh, 400 uh, different attendees at uh, Steel Stacks uh, for an awesome event at ArtQuest. Uh, $30,000 raised in total from the event from our fantastic sponsors that we work with, donations, and the silent auction as well. So thank you to everybody, ticket sales included, uh, who, you know, made any kind of contribution to Philly's Winter Caravan. And as announced at the Caravan as well, uh, we've announced the community grant numbers in cooperation with Air Products, the presenting sponsor of Iron Picks Charities for 2024, $71,500 to 26 different organizations in their charitable endeavors to help young children here in the Lehigh Valley community, uh, programs to get them out and about, including diversity and equality and inclusion to make sure every kid has an opportunity to, you know, go and be a kid. And that's what we try to do here with the Iron Fix. So again, Philly's Winter Caravan, just an exceptional event, uh, humongous Job well done to Anne and the entire team here at the Pigs. I myself had a blast. It was my first Phillies Winter Caravan um, that I even got to attend. I had never been to one before. Um, so being able to be there kind of as a fan was very cool. But then also running uh, the media session um, and getting to see the whole community out, our media partners that were out there covering the event, all of our sponsor partners who came out to the event, and just the individual fans. I saw a lot of people who I've seen consistently out at Coca-Cola Park, be it a random Tuesday in June or, you know, a July 4th game. Every walk of fan was out at Philly's Winter Caravan. So getting to see everybody's lovely faces was truly a joy to uh, light a spark here in the middle of January during what turned out to be, I hope, the worst weather week that we've had in a long time. So it was freezing and snowing, and earlier in the week, I was kind of scared, you know, oh boy, what's going to happen if there's bad weather? Thankfully, that didn't happen, and the event was just a roaring success. And part of that goes to the uh, Phillies and their cooperation and getting some uh, Phillies luminaries out of the event. As this year, we were lucky to have uh, Phillies manager Rob Thompson Phillies reliever Orion Kirkering, uh, Phillies assistant general manager Jorge Valandia, and 
was supposed to be there. He said in his apologies, Brandon Marsh, who uh, ended up getting sick, he tried to hold out for as long as he could and tried to convince the doctor to let him out, but unfortunately he couldn't make it. Everybody understands. Uh, it would have been great to have Marshy back out for a second year, but Orion, Hor Georgie, and Rob Thompson more than made up for it is they were really just so gracious with their time. I was amazed watching Rob Thompson during his meet and greet with fans uh, during the VIP session where, I mean, he didn't just, you know, wrap his arm around you and take a picture. He smiled, he held conversation, he held court, he swapped stories, and he made sure to genuinely give every fan a little bit of his time and his attention. And that's a really hard thing to do. Um, if you've ever been at any event that's kind of like this, where, you know, it's kissing babies, shaking hands, to do that for a three, four hour span and not lose a smile, not lose your luster and be locked in the entire time. Rob was simply amazing from the VIP session to the media session to the Q and a, uh, hosted by Christy Fulkerson. Uh, Rob had some amazing stories to share and he was truly one of the highlights of the night for me as well. Uh, Georgie Volantia, uh, you know, somebody who I don't. I think a lot of, you know, layman fans probably knew of, but Georgie as assistant general manager overseeing the uh, more international signee portion of the Phillies organization, he just had so much to say. A guy who was an iron pig back in 2009, he has really seen this organization go through so much. Since 2009, when he wrapped up his playing career, he's been in the organization as a coach, advisor, and now as an assistant general manager, the first Venezuelan assistant general manager in baseball as well. So he was, you know, just so gracious with his time again and found a way to just put a smile on everybody's faces. And he was uh, another highlight of the night for me. And then, of course, Ryan Kirkrick, a guy who, you know, somehow uh, Georgie Falandia actually spent more time with uh, the Iron Pigs than Orion did. Orion pitched one game for the Pigs here at the end of the 2023 season, but it was one that, you know, a lot of people would not soon forget is this was one and only game, and then he was up to the majors, and it completed his full sweep through the Phillies system, uh, and he left an impact everywhere that he went, and a guy that the Phillies looked to lean on a good bit uh, here in the 2024 season at the back end of their bullpen. Orion was kind enough to give us a little bit of a, uh, of time. Uh, we recorded it uh, on video, but this is the audio portion of it as well. I uh, had a great conversation, a little five-minute convo with Orion to get his thoughts on the year that was and talk about what he's looking forward to in 2024 and the whirlwind of how he you know, managed to cobble together what might never happen again as far as hitting every single level of an organization's affiliate tree and then getting to the major leagues and onto a postseason roster as well. So uh, without any further ado, we'll air our conversation with Orion Kirkery and then we'll come back and uh, wrap up a little bit of talk on the Phillies winter caravan. So without any further ado, it is kind of a Iron Pigs addendum interview live from the Phillies winter caravan when it was re recorded. Please welcome Orion Kirkery. Live here at Phillies Winter Caravan, we got Orion Kirkering, I'm Sam Jelinek, and Orion, I gotta say, you're back here for one day, the same amount of games that you played with the Pigs, we're happy to have you. I appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, we only got a couple minutes here with you, but so we'll go kind of rapid fire as far as, you know, everybody's already asked you what your offseason's been like, you know, the rapid rise through the minors, all that kind of stuff. What was your favorite moment off the field from this past season? 
just be able to spend time with all the teammates and like in the off season, like through camps and stuff. I think that's probably like the best, and just kind of like get closer to the guys, like in the draft class, and like between each new level of me and new faces. I think that's probably the best part off the field experience. And you know, you say getting close with the guys, you literally got close with the entire organization. Yeah. Um, does it kind of did it kind of feel like when you got to the major league level that you had the full backing of everybody behind you? For sure, yeah. I've just feel like different levels and like how much like they trusted you and all the guys were like really supportive. Like no one was like on you of like, oh, I hope you do bad. It was always like, I hope you do great. I hope you kill it. Like everyone's always texting me between each level. It's like you did a really good job. Just keep going with it. So it's just awesome experience. And we were talking a little bit about kind of you know you went from obviously single A down at low A in Clearwater where you know I don't know where you're living down there, but some guys can live at the complex and just walk over to the field to the major league level where all of a sudden you're flying on a charter. Uh, what was that first experience like where it kind of gobsmacked you that you're like, oh man, this is this is different? I think for sure between like walking through the locker room like the first day and like right to your left is like uh, Harper's locker and like JT's right to the right. So I think that was the first experience where it's like, wow, this is like surreal kind of moment. And you were telling me you had to kind of go through the process of, you know, you become a major leaguer through talent and hard work, but then you also kind of need to figure out the off the field major league stuff, like getting a major league wardrobe <laughs> For and, sure, try, yeah. and trying to do that on the fly. Uh, how did you learn, okay, what are the other things I got to do to kind of be a major leaguer here? Just kind of talking with some of the guys, like the little small stuff, like no one thinks about, like, like Stubby, just asking him, was like, hey, like, what do we got to do for this? What do we got to do for that? And just kind of like pricking other guys' heads, like, okay, what's the off field stuff? So, like, I don't like doing, not like messing anything up, but like the little cues, it's like, okay, it's like I look more professional, kind of do stuff like that. So, I know it's typically the youngest guy in the bullpen is tasked with carrying the bullpen bag out. Mm -hmm. And I, for some teams, they'll do like a door, the explorer bag or anything. Yeah. I didn't, did you have something like that, or is it more uh, casual? It was more casual. It was just more of the regular stuff and just helping me out. So I was like, I was totally fine because like I knew ahead of time like that's how usually you went. So I was totally fine. And even for next year coming, I was like, I'm more than happy to do it. And I know the Sixers do this. Uh, it's kind of like a quote unquote rookie hazing thing. That you know, it's the rookie's job to get the food uh, mm -hmm. for the road trip. You know, to, for when you're getting on the bus or the plane to make sure everybody has what they need or what they want. Did you have to do anything like that? Uh, nothing too crazy. Just making sure all the guys have their beverages ready to go on the flight, but that's really about it. Uh, who had the, I, I guess, craziest beverage order? <laughs> no one really. Everyone's about the same. No one like had anything super crazy. Just what everyone else would drink, so nothing too bad. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what everybody talked about when you were rising through the minors is obviously your slider and the fact that it's kind of a pitch that nobody's seen quite like it before and it led you all the way up to the major leagues. When was the first time that you threw this iteration of the slider and you were like, this is it. Uh, especially how hard it's been and like the movement it's been just this recent year and kind of like these last couple of years where it's like in college and just be able to work off of it and get better with it. But for sure, high school was probably the first like learning step of like, okay, this is a true pitch. Like I can work with it. Like not just in high school, but like at the next levels. Do you remember the one time it came out of your hand and you're like, it, like this is different? Because like, if I threw something like that, I would it would kind of spook me. Like like that's witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was the first time. Like it moved so much went. I hope I can do that again for a long time. It's just not a mistake. <laughs> when did you realize it wasn't a mistake? Uh, high school, like during the first couple of bullpens with our pitching coach at that time. He was just like, why don't you try this grip? And he's like, sure, okay. And it happened and went, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, Orion, we'd love having you back here in the Lehigh Valley. And thanks for coming out to Philly's Winter Caravan. Absolutely. It's a great time out here. 
Once again, huge thank you to Orion Kirkring for giving us the time during the Phillies Winter Caravan. Uh, if you've never been to the caravan before, the schedule is uh, pretty tight. So to get Orion away for a couple of minutes in between the media session, the VIP meet and greet, getting him some dinner, getting him on stage for the Q&A, uh, him just giving us even just a modicum of his time was extremely gracious of him. And we look forward to seeing what he'll hopefully be able to do in the Phillies bullpen in 2024 and beyond. So that'll about wrap up uh, this edition of the Pig Pod. As always, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have the video portion of this Orion Kirk- Kirkering uh, interview as well on YouTube if you want to watch it there to see uh, what it kind of looked like. It was a really cool setup of the event, uh, Steel Steel Stacks at ArtsQuest. Uh, and again, thanks to them for hosting us. It was a beautiful event and could not have gone off any better uh, with their help and the entire work of the Iron Pigs organization, as well as our IPC director and Colhane. So uh, we'll hopefully have another pig pot episode coming out in another couple of weeks as we barrel towards opening day. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, the closer we get to opening day, the busier our schedules get around here. So uh, episodes might be a little bit more few and far between until opening day when we get players in house. Because once they go to spring training as well, they have a little bit less time to sit down and, uh, you know, allow us to record some of the 40, 50 minute interview sessions that we do on here. So we'll figure it out though. And we'll hopefully have uh, another great interview on tap sometime in the next couple of weeks here on the pig pod. So until then have a great rest of your January and until next time I've been Sam Jelnick and this has been the pig pod.